What's up, people? It is Dave, Duncan, and Kyle back for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and Kyle and I have <laughs> been checking out the new album from New York riff slingers False Gods. The band's new album, Neurotopia, will be released on July 22nd via Seeing Red Records. So, formed in 2015, this is the second album from False Gods, which follows up their 2020 album, No Symmetry, Only Disillusion. Jesus. The, the, new, the new album was recorded... <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're just like, as soon as we get signed in that album, we ain't fucking around at all. No, absolutely. Love it. Uh, the new album was recorded at Westfall Studios in Farmingdale and engineered, mixed and mastered by Anthony Lopardo and Ray Marte. So, um, this was an album selected on our album review roulette a couple of weeks back. My which Duncan. favourite recent segment. Yeah. It, is, it was so much fun. It was. We've mentioned it in all these reviews. I just want people to know this was selected at random. We didn't pick it for any particular reason. It was completely random. Duncan selected it at yep. random. But did he pick a banger or a clanger? Well... Let's find out. Duncan, which was it? What did you think? That could have been the new segment, Banger banger or Clanger. You know what I mean, <laughs> that could have been more fun than Random Roulette or whatever it was fucking called. Oh, you know what um, it's you know. Let me just, let me just like, let me just like fucking, I was going to say, let me just pitch a tent, but that means something <laughs> else. <laughs> let me just plant the flag in the ground here for okay. you are 100% fucking welcome for this pick. Oh, I am all in on false gods. I am all. I like this is my favorite thing that I listened to this week. Interesting. Um, I, is, it, like, is it interesting? Is it surprising? Like this band on on sitting down and reviewing the aspects of the, the what they deliver here, I realized really quickly this is kind of a box ticking exercise for Duncan, <laughs> it really is and once again, it is worth stressing that these were chosen at random uh, and that Dave had assigned the band a number and then asked me and Kyle to pick numbers between 1 and 10, so that's a, a, about as much info as we had was pick a number and I'll be honest like from the artwork, I wasn't sure what to expect, even from the name I was expecting something a bit Dare I say black metal? Dare I say death metal? Dare I say something that this band is not? Um, and I was over the moon. And then you add, you add a little bit in here, which made me think of one of my favourite movies ever. Oh. Uh, that movie being Nightbreed. Um, the fact that the first two songs, the first track is called Peliquin, who's a character in Nightbreed, mm. and uh, the fact that it mentions a cemetery, and the second song, which is where Nightbreed is set. So I was like, is this a theme? No, mm. it's not. It's not a theme. Not a theme. Not, a theme. Um, not even remotely a theme, Dave. Oh. You'd be you'd be foolish for thinking that. Which is glad I'm dead. I didn't. Mm. Uh, Phantasm Horia. <laughs> I mean, that, right. So I'm reading that, and I'm like, that the guys have got a sense of humour. Sure. Let's see if it translates to the music. This is not a funny album. So, <laughs> so I'm glad about that. So, notwithstanding the cover song at the end, which is weird because both my picks contain cover songs, <laughs> kind of makes me think the fix was in and Dave's trying to sabotage me, but put that to the side. Um, I had never heard of these guys before, right? So this was a first time listen for me. I yeah. kind of fucking love these guys. It's oh. kind of a, 
there's, there's, there's obviously huge elements of sludge here. Uh, a little bit of hardcore in here. Mm. Um, at times, swaths of what felt like old school, kind of maybe very late 80s, very, 90, very early 90s Slayer. Mm. Specifically in the vocals, the vocal cadence at times has a kind of almost 90s Tom Araya feel, which yeah. I kind of loved. Uh, but they use a lot of doubling up of the vocals, so there's a lower tone as well, which sits really fucking cool underneath it. Um, but primarily what you get from this album is a great feeling of incredible songwriting. Like I, we mentioned it already in a review, and it's the first time we mentioned it in a while, but the word journey springs to mind. So, take a seat, let me spin your yarn. Um, there really is. I thought I had the band pegged by the mm. end, by the end of the second song. I Cemetery finished, which is track two, and I was like, right, I, I know what I'm getting. I like what I'm getting, and everything's cool. If the album continues doing this to the end, I'll get a solid four. I'll be happy about it. You guys will be happy about it. The band might not be happy about it, but we can all live together in peace and harmony over it. And then Your Thoughts Are Void kicked in, which was track three. Big old seven and a half minute <laughs> song out of nowhere. Um, and it's worth saying as well, this is the longest album that we reviewed yeah. this week at about 50 minutes. And yeah, the songs run a bit long which might get you going, oh, do I want to listen to this? Yes, you do, because once I didn't, I genuinely, out with a cover at the end, didn't feel the song length on any of these. I think it's because the attention to the songwriting particularly is designed around movements, and those movements work really, really well. The kind of, It's front-loaded very aggressively, um, mm-hmm. as aggressive as sludgy, metally stuff gets, um, but when you start getting through your thoughts of void which is maybe the heaviest song on the on the album as soon as you start like delving into phantasmahoria we start to get a different feel for the band and then into ghost story and to, uh, to defy purify the band really starts experimenting with a bit more of kind of like dark melody space and texture in a way that i genuinely love the vocals fit that as well they move away from being as harsh they're never like solidly clean there's always something behind it that gives it a, a bit of a bit of grit um behind it but they they change a tone to adjust to the sound and it works really 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 well mm. um their songwriting in general is fucking incredible and they've got riffs aplenty once again, when you feel like you're acclimating to the sludge riff that you're getting before, the next riff comes in with a dose of melody and it, it lightens things up or darkens things depending on what kind of cadence the band are aiming for. Drum work is impeccable on this. I loved it and I also loved the drum tone. Uh, bass work is really, really good. At times, maybe not loud as loud in the mix, but for the most part throughout, nice and audible, nice and clear. Like I say, those double vocals work really, really well. My only gripe on this one is I wasn't the biggest fan of the Integrity cover at the end. Mm. I thought it sounded good, but I actually think the band's original original material is better than the cover. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to that, why didn't you just do another song? Mm. Or why didn't you just cut it off at that one? And it's nothing against it. The song is fine for what it is, but to me it, it felt like a bit of a step down, almost a miscalculation. 
Um, I've never heard the original, so I don't know if they are adding elements to it, bringing something fresh, new the the composition, or doing much above what the original track does to merit its placement. But it, to me, it just it, it felt a bit needless. But then everything before it was just so Moorish that I really enjoyed what we went through. And when you're sitting at 50 minutes, an eight-minute cover song kind of feels like a little bit of a self-indulgence that I don't think a band on their second album was necessarily gained. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're four or five albums in, at that point, you can... You know, we're going to cover this 10-minute song. (laughs) At that point, I feel no one's going to bat an eye. But this early on, I feel like they should have more faith in their original material, which is of a very high quality. Mm. The production, and we might as well get this one out, fucking yes like it's a, it's a dick flick you know what I mean of a production in that it kind of hurts but at the same time you're kind of like oh we'll do it again um, I, I really really enjoyed it I thought it was mixed incredibly well everything stood out on its own merits and as much as I love the vocals and I really really do I love the vocalist tone on this one I think a lot of credit needs to go to the guitarist here for my return listens to it the guitar work is great it's nothing exceptional again, but I love the cadence and the movement between different um, different styles mm. and what it brings in. And he's he's kind of unabashed, clear influence in melody. Mm. It goes from those kind of sludgier elements and a huge swath of melody, and it's it ain't nothing but a thing. You know what I mean? It just goes right into them with a confidence that. At first, I wasn't sure it was going to work on more than just like as a gimmick on one song, but worked mm. really, really well throughout the album. Yeah. So yeah, I, I am, um, I came in not knowing what to expect, really not that impressed with the roulette system, and like thoroughly expecting to not enjoy this. I, I will say this: it's not my place to do it. I'm not an artist, but I hate the artwork for this album. <laughs> I'll just get that out of the way. It doesn't do anything for them at all. But musically, which is where it fucking counts, this band's got it going on. I like there was so much of this worked on such a high level for me. I had a fucking whale of a time. I've I've went back to it much more than anything else we've actually listened to mm. in the last week, and I will continue to do so. I think this is a fucking great album. So yeah, and nice. um, that is all I got to say on False God. Cool. Uh, Such a high pitch cool. Kyle, okay. what do you think? It's like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what else I can add, to be honest. Mm. Like, everything did you enjoy it, Kyle? Did. Start with that. I enjoyed it. Yes. I didn't. I didn't think I would enjoy a mixture of hardcore and doom sludge as much as I did. That one. What would like, we say the melody is? What genre would you say that is? Is it doomy? Because I was thinking it had like yeah, kind of all so. elements about it as well. There's a kind of alt feel about it, which, mm. which, yeah. struggling to put my finger on it. It reminded me at times, not genre specific, but remind me at times of the way like alt stuff gets blended in Mountaineer. Mm. Mm. But it doesn't sound like Mountaineer. I have to stress yeah. that. Don't <laughs> put them in the same playlist. Sorry, Cal. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I like the way they they did the switches between like slow passages and the quicker parts as well. It was like, it was almost like they flicked a switch, but it worked really well. 
It was just like, oh, it, but it didn't didn't feel like here's the Doom part, here's the hardcore part. It's like they did mix it together, but they managed to bring both sort of tempo signatures of each genre into their music, and I thought it worked really well. Mm. So I mean, that was the most immediate thing that came to mind when I was listening through to it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's quite cool. I haven't really heard that kind of thing before. When I mean, you've heard bands go from like fast to slow during a breakdown or a middle eight or something like that, but not like as part of their actual sound is. It's kind of interesting to hear, mm. and then. Obviously, there's some hardcore riffing and then there's some doom riffing, and they, they managed to blend things well enough that it doesn't feel like two genres taped together, if you know what I mean. I agree with Duncan, the vocalist tone is very interesting, and I quite enjoyed it, especially when he's doing, he could do the clean singing, he's like, wah, wah, and then he's doing the screaming and the growling as well. It's a lot of stuff going on, so it's pretty good. Mm. But obviously, the thing that stood out to me was the production, which is fucking great like the first time it came through and it's like just sounds massive it's absolutely huge i don't know how they did it there must be a lot of doubling of guitars and stuff but it was just crazy and yes very nice bass tone <laughs> so basically what duncan said okay <laughs> and david nice um i mean when i read sludge doom and hardcore i was like <laughs> Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> check, check, and check. Yeah. The bulge in my pants is definitely showing I'm excited. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> you know, three of my favourite genres all wrapped up in the one. The only podcast that talks about our dicks as a barometer <laughs> for how interested yeah. they are in music. Yeah. I, think, I think, like, when 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 bands, like, are, are, like, when Magnetar are officially sending us, like, screen grabs of fake. Merch are going to sell, which is just my face saying yeah. giving dudes boners. Um, I think that's an indication about how much penis talk is on a yeah, metal a epidemic lot. review. That's I'm not lot. saying I dislike it, I'm just saying we should lean in more. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I like when, when we go to grade this one, we should actually stand up, drop our pants, and the level of erection we have should denote <laughs> a scale. So we should stand side on, and if it's fully up, that's a yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you like you can you can overlay like some sort of like five, four, three, two, one. Um, Sounds like a lot of work. Um, yeah, maybe we don't do that actually, just in case the video is pulled and the band doesn't get the benefit probably, of a member. Um, yeah, so yeah, initially quite excited when I read what was involved here, um, and that when I listened to the album, there's a lot to like here. Um, there is some stuff I don't like, but I'll get to that Ooh, in a second. Oh, there's a butt coming in. Big Davies butt. There's a big butt coming um, I'll, start, I'll start with the good stuff. Um, I agree with, with Kyle there that the mix of genres is, is done perfectly. Um, I like how they don't overpower you with any one genre either. Um, although, I mean, it, it probably does sit more within Sludge and Doom, you know, for the most part, but they blend in enough of that kind of hardcore tempo and rhythm that it doesn't feel like lopsided. Um, and, and that's pretty much there as soon as the you get, get going and open the track. It opens really doomy, full of these really kind of erosive sounding sludge riffs, but it only takes a few minutes before the tempo builds and the riffs get a bit more pissed off. And that then bleeds into the second track, which is a far kind of pacier kind of track overall. Um, they really blend in the, the, the hardcore rhythms on this one, throwing you back and forth between the, the mid-paced sludge grooves and the up-tempo punk uh, kind of fuel drumming. Um, vocally, I, I was getting little hints of the, the Conan on this, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, I can Just the way that. they kind of overlap the vocals with the, the multiple layers and different pitches and stuff kind of reminded me of Conan a bit. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed on this album, though, is... You're going to be surprised here, Duncan. You're going to be shocked. You're going to show me your shock face right now. The, the lead work, the solos on this album. And, like, I was like, wait a minute. 
I'm a drummer. Why did I give a fuck about the solos? Like, well, why? I mean, who cares? Yeah, um, you're like, every drummer right now is applauding you and saying, finally <laughs> someone said it in a video. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm the last person that's usually impressed by guitar solos, but... But the they're souls. not wanky guitar solos. No, that's why you like them. Like, yeah, like that's very... my, I, Listen, I'm the same as you. Like, see, when I hear a guitar solo, and I'm like, right, does it need to be a minute long? And what, <laughs> what would you've played the diddly diddly like for fucking yeah. a minute now? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Like that, yeah, I'm way on that <laughs> yeah. one. But this one's actually the lead is actually replacing the melody of the singer can't sing. Yeah, it's very very well done. Um, it reminded it has a almost like kind of punk rock feel. It's it's quite traditional, and you know, and Sludge and Doom aren't really known for their their, their guitar so guitar solos. To be honest, it's usually like background lead work or eerie noises and stuff. But this is like full on guitar solos um, that are quite traditional for the most part, and I thought they worked really well on the album. Um, they also add in a nice bit of kind of synths in the track as well, which I really wasn't expecting after hearing the, the typical vibe of this release, but um, on track three, um, your thoughts are void. Comes some kind of tonal type melody in the vocals, which again kind of adding another dimension to the sound. But as the track nears uh, the end, they bleed in these kind of like spacey, atmospheric synth sounds over the top, which is um, going over the top of these real kind of brutal chugging riffs. Um, and I thought it might kind of like fade out with that, but they they bring in some really a really cool fucking awesome solo right at the last minute to finish things off as well, which I really liked. Um, I think what's cool about this album is even though these guys are mixing the sludge and the doom and the hardcore, it doesn't sound like three separate things. Um, even when they move into something more hardcore laced, it doesn't sound like, oh, here's a fucking hate breed riff or a mad ball type <laughs> riff. You know, it doesn't sound like that. It still has this like kind of coating to it of the other styles. Like, um, it's got this blend like where the where the undertones of the sludge and the doom are still there in the background. Like that Phantasmahoria is a great example of that. Yeah where the hardcore moments still have this like blanket of like doom surrounding them. I thought that was really cool. Um, <laughs> the album does have a track named after one of the worst movies ever made, um, which is Ghost Story. Um, this, uh, right, this track... we want to quantify, there's two movies called Ghost Story. So you're talking about Casey the American Affleck Casey Affleck. Yep. And it, which is, you know what's interesting about that is our friends in the aforementioned Mountaineer released an album oh, yeah. this year where I mentioned the aforementioned ghost story oh, yeah. as a Humble this brag. reminds me of this and then they released a music video which by the way was yeah. based on right. that and I was like right. I, am I like am Stop I in this band now? Back. Come on. Um, am I in this band now? This, am this I in, track, am I Mountaineer's like sixth hidden member? <laughs> still going? <laughs> this, this track is is way better than the movie um, by the way. Yes. Um, has some really cool melodic ideas um, reminding me of Crowbar a little bit actually um, and just in the way that like the, the kind of the melodic tails on the ends of the riffs can remind me of Crowbar a little um, the, the song though um, on our version anyway does have this like 30 second section of complete silence there needs to be yeah I don't know if end. that is deliberate I'm glad you mentioned that I don't know if that's a this is the I don't know I was it, I, to I me it's thought, like, maybe you know this representation of nothing happening maybe is a link to the movie where nothing actually happens. Everything happens in that movie. Maybe. Which could be once again underlies the fact that you really didn't understand anything that happened in I'm that gonna movie. I'm going to go with one that. Day, one day we will, I was going to say, one day we'll sit down and we'll never do that. It's not <laughs> going to happen. Um, but everything happens in that movie. Okay, I'll agree to disagree. And my favourite track was track six. <laughs> when um, it rolls! <laughs> when it rolls. To defy purity. Um, 
The melody infused in the riffs is really cool, almost kind of like shoegazy on this one. Um, remind, reminds me a little bit of Yezu in places, uh, but it gave the track some really nice space and ambience and amongst all the kind of heavy stuff. Um, and it almost kind of made the track sound bigger. Um, mm. Again, fantastic solo on that, tra that track as well. Um, yeah, the last track is the Integrity cover, which comes from a, um, a 1991 album. Right, see, I knew Dave would, like, Dave always yeah, does his due band. diligence here. Did you go back and listen to this song? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd heard of Integrity anyway. I, I hadn't heard that album in about 20 years, but um, their, their take is very different on right. the Right, oh, cool, then. I, I don't well, mind that if it's very different from the yeah. original. Then. The, if you know heard the original, it's a very, like, old-school, hardcore punk track. Um, False Gods go way more kind of expansive, um, mm. taking you on a journey. Um, it's over over eight minutes. Um, they add that some is really... our merch. Future future metal epidemic merch is just quotation fingers with the word journey. Uh, just on the front. Uh, yeah, they add the some really, back. really cool slow kind of sludgy parts again, pushing that melody uh, with that kind of almost like a kind of phaser, a chorus type mm. guitar effect. Uh, but they, they do. There's a part of the song they keep close to the original, which was pretty cool. Um, but there's a minute, uh, about a minute and a half, where they do, you know, play the track with that kind of like hardcore tempo and feel, before dropping it down again into that kind of almost like a kind of dreamy sludge type vibe. Again, great solo at the end. Um, things I disliked about this album. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. I like Dave's butt in the case that. <laughs> you got. You guys seem to be really, really high on the the vocals on this I one. I love the vocals on um, this. <laughs> There was moments of this that were a bit, oh, a little bit kind of made me feel a bit awkward and kind of uh, the, uh, touching inappropriately. What's a happening? Wee bit, a wee bit in my ears, yeah, a wee bit. Uh, <laughs> do, do the old, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, they're right in there, deep in there. Um, yeah, there was a couple of moments that just felt a little bit off to me. Um, I don't know if it was the the layering, maybe what some of them was off, but it just kind of took me out of that particular song for a second when it happened. Um, the other thing. That was the length oh. for me? Oh. The length was a bit of an issue. Um, it's the first time he's ever said that, <laughs> ladies and gents. It's not always about length, Duncan. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's about the girth and the substance. Um, I feel like there was a couple of tracks on this album did feel overly long. Um, maybe just ran on a, a bit too long, um, especially adding that cover on at the end. I felt yeah, like that doesn't need to be there. No, like that would have been about that. forty minutes if you took that cover out. Yeah. And then that like eight plus minute cover did bump up the runtime, and I didn't really feel like it added anything really substantial to the album. Um, so, yeah, it was the, the length was one thing it did make me kind of not come back to this as much. Um, I was just I just couldn't face the, the kind of length of it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I don't think it's the most. It wasn't the most memorable album for me. I don't know if that's just because I didn't go back to it as much as the other albums that we listened to, but there wasn't a huge amount kind of stuck with me afterwards. Little bits and pieces. Um, and as I said, I had a, a little issue with the vocals at times. Um, that aside, still a lot to enjoy. Um, it is... The stuff they're good at, I found they were, they were really good at, and I did like that blend. I thought they actually... They take those genres and they do kind of merge them together really well. Um, so I, I mean, it's only album two, um, so I'm expecting you know bigger things to come from these guys. Definitely, I, I can absolutely hear them kind of progressing and and moving to that next stage on the next album. Um, but yeah, that's 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 what I kind of thought of it anyway. Um, so scoring for False Gods, 
and their new album uh, Neurotopia. What are we thinking, uh, Duncan? Where are you going with this one? Firstly, I want to apologise to False Gods for go. Dave's ignorant comments. <laughs> you ignorant, you ignorant. You're welcome. It's your mama. Um, I, uh, I thought this was great. Like I say, it's not perfect. I very much like. I think all three of us have concluded here. The can you know the addition of a cover song at the end doesn't really benefit anything. Mm. To me, that feels like something that could have been an optional, you know, decision somewhere like a special edition or something else. Yeah. I don't think I. I think they need to have more confidence in what they're doing actually on their album, which is delivering songs that are of a better quality than the cover version that they did. Mm. Um, but yeah, this this hits me in all the right spots. Love the songwriting, love the production. Guitar work is fucking killer. Vocals are really great, and it mixes things that I love so well. Uh, so it's a four point five for me. I thought this was a fucking great album, and shall be returning many times over just to annoy Dave. <laughs> No, also because I like it. Cool. But also because it annoys Dave. Uh, Kyle, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh, I'm going to come in with a four out of five. Four? Nice. Yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> a week four. Like, I've never heard that yeah. before. <laughs> that time we gave an album a four and Dave fucking, like... Like it acted as if we'd given it like a one. What <laughs> the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And I was like, it's a forty. That's an eight out of ten. Eighty percent. He was like, you're all fucking dead to me. <laughs> and then yeah. he hit pause and he was like, that was a great recording, guys. <laughs> Controversy creates cash. It sells, like, yeah. Controversy. It does sell, Dave. I'll tell um, you right now, that one had a lot of views in it because you got a, it the Yes, end. it did. I'm going to come in with a controversial 3.5 out of 5 oh, on this one. <laughs> what? Hey, them's the breaks, big man. Them's the breaks. Literally Just talked about how amazing it was, and at the end he said, I didn't like that. I didn't like the singing, and I didn't like the cover. 3.5. And the length. <laughs> Completely. No, I forgot about the length. <laughs> In fairness, this and I said it wasn't that memorable. So you know, there's twenty-seven there was more than minutes. I, I, you know, your review wasn't that memorable. I forgot you said it. Um, <laughs> there we are. So, so you can listen back. To it. I've, must I've be I've recorded it. You can listen back to it. Through the airwaves. Anytime I've you never like. Listened, I've never listened, listened to anything we do back. Never listened just back. check it out. Check it out. I'll put it on YouTube. I'll put it on YouTube. Right. Go straight to Kyle. YouTube. Because Kyle's the guy that does his review like a minute. So YouTube.com forward slash metal epidemic. Check it out. Forward slash. Utopia, <laughs> July twenty second. See you there. Better records. make sure. Better make sure that's exactly what the URL is. Now that you've done that, it definitely is. Um, <laughs> check it out. See what you think. Uh, links to Facebook. Links to Bandcamp below. Have a listen to the songs. See what you think. Happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on the album. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. Much appreciate. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.